Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second cost. <laughs> no, how did I get on that? Uh, for the second course of the food show, uh, we are happy to be here every uh, chance we do. And here we are right in the middle of things, uh, not too far away from where they're making Jack's. Oops, not, not Jack's. That wouldn't be it. It was uh, Dixie Beer. And it's all getting a welcome back, Dixie. A refund on life over there. Uh, we we have a pretty lively show today, I think, and it's going to get livelier still. Peggy Scott Laborde is here. Not yet. Oh, yeah. she's not. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, right. She you, is. You, I am here. She, she is here. here. Ah, I knew she would be here because you talk about here, somebody reliable and somebody who is really into her work. <laughs> you've got you've got uh, Peggy Scott Laborde, uh, old buddies going back since college age. With yeah, uh, and, uh, and absolutely. And uh, here you are again. It's been a while. How are things? How's uh, we are good. We're all excited. Yeah. The whole weekend, people are so excited about the Dixie Brewery coming back. And we have done a documentary um, that airs Tuesday night on heard, Channel yeah. 12 at 8 o'clock. And it's a, it's a history of New Orleans brews uh, and with an emphasis, of course, I on a, Dixie. And I did, I did have a bad bruise once. Hello? You did? Hello? Was it Regal or Falstaff? <laughs> See, this is the woman that Tom should have married because Peggy gets all of his jokes. And and even more important, Peggy laughs at all his jokes. We How also sing Cole away, Porter Tom? on occasion, too. We Wait, what? We also sing Cole Porter songs on occasion oh, together. So there you go. It's, but not it's almost moment. freaky to watch them together. Yes. <laughs> anyway, it is so good to hear uh, from you all, and thank you for, uh, for asking me to be on your show. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm holding in my hands here just something to communicate even one more slight time uh, between you and me. And it is a big book. At the top of it, there's uh, stuff that says the original Brunings Restaurant. And big, the big type I think that's in the a book that it. we may have done together called Lost Restaurants Lost, of New Orleans. Lost, <laughs> it says Lost Restaurants of New Orleans, and here they are, folks. It's such a natural. It's a wonder it took you all that long to get around to it. Oh, yeah. Well. When did that book come sure. out? When did this come out? Seventy uh, six. No, when not was that it? long ago. But I'm, I'm going to grab a copy as we're talking because I see you it right on that. my. Got... Uh, what I've year? Got one I'm here. guessing 2013. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, 2011. 2011. 2011. Oh, wow. There we go. Yeah. What happened was um, I produced a documentary on uh, called Lost Restaurants, and certainly Tom was very key um, interviews uh, throughout the show. He was sort of the star of the show. And then we realized, of oh, course, right. now, you, you know, know that's that it not would true. make sense. Well, no, it was true. And it would make a lot of sense to join forces. And the kind folks at Pelican said, okay. And, of course, Tom had all the knowledge, and I had uh, access to visuals. So it was a good oh, uh, coming ever? together. 
You, it's a beautiful book. It's a great collaboration. You have so many uh, great references to uh, things. It's hard to believe that they're still around. And here they were. You, were, you got that put together. It's a terrific book, if I say so myself. It is a really good book. Yeah. Well, Tom, really you book. are such a whirling dervish. And I don't know if you remember this, but one thing very unfortunately, and I know, Marianne, you do, that happened is that you had hurt your foot or leg at the at what in an elevator or something. And so you say, actually yeah. had to be still oh. for a few weeks. And I think that's how we got the book done. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how it went. <laughs> because you, you, you were just writing and writing and writing. And I know it's very hard to sit still because you've got, your, you know, so many things that you're involved in. But I remember that, and I'm just glad, you know, you recovered quickly. But, um, no, it was, it was so much fun to do. But we really both had something to add to put together for that, and it was a great project. Yeah. Okay, so uh, back to the one you're talking about today. Okay. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about how you managed to do that one. Well, we, you know, such good news to know that um, Dixie was finally going to be brewed back in New Orleans and this major effort to turn this building, which had been the old McFrugals that had burned, you know, this huge facility in New Orleans East. McFrugals? McFrugals. It was actually a McFrugals, which eventually became Big Lots. Okay. Well, but, you, uh, um, you, you have touched me about something I've never heard of before. What, yeah, what was that? I can believe that. It's, and you can see it, of course, from the uh, you know the I-10 overpass right there in New mm -hmm. Orleans East. But what happened was the Brunos, who owned Dixie, as you know, Kent yeah. and Joe Bruno, agreed yeah. to sell it, uh, now they're still partial owners, to Tom and Gail Benson. Hmm. And the Bensons, which loved that brand, and Mr. Benson had grown up with his, you know, his dad drinking the beer, and of course it was such an iconic... Uh, uh, landmark on Tulane Avenue, being a former Mid-Cityite, as you are, Tom, you know that. And uh, so um, they they actually Peggy, ended up coming together. Peggy, mm -hmm. there are too many people who are uh, icons these days. <laughs> I, I mean, but I, you I, really I, are I, one, and so is Peg. Oh, oh well. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, so this whole this was a great story, you know, because it, yeah. it was going to finally come back and be brewed in in New Orleans, and so it just it, it seemed like a natural, and we did it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> did someone approach you, or you just thought this would be a great thing, and you approached them? Yeah, oh, we have we, had uh, so much fun it was kind over of the a, years. I guess a mutual coming together. You know, uh -huh. fortunately, we were able to find uh, the funding because that was that's always a hard thing too. But we had some interested viewers who came to us and said, "Hey, we want to do this." So that mm -hmm. was very good. It always helps in public TV, which is very nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And uh, but anyway, we're uh, doing this. And what I like, it's not just Dixie. We talk about, uh, of course, Regal. You know, which was made uh -huh. actually on Bourbon Street, where the Royal Senesta is today. That's right. Falstaff, mm -hmm. the same building is still there, Falstaff. And, and it still has the right numbers telling you whether it's going to get colder or hotter. That's right, the weather ball. That's right, Tom, on, on top of it. So those kinds of things. We grew up with these crab, tr those trays, those seafood trays, those metal trays that would have the logos of the different uh, brews. Uh, um, Jack's in particular had a huge budget for those kinds of items, which were promotional, big marketing items. And so it seems like every New Orleans family had a few of those trays in the kitchen. <laughs> hey, Peggy, you know, I've, I've got uh, a, a, a little story here, and I don't know if you've heard about it or not, but it's pretty amazing to me. And I'm, I'm hoping I'm, m with my fingers crossed that I will remember this as I'm telling you. Uh, 
but uh, over at the Jack's Brewery, it's that it was in the old building. Uh, much later uh, in time, there uh, there was uh, uh, some there, there were some of the commercials that Jack's Brewery had uh, that were done by no less than our weatherman. Um, Nash Roberts. Uh-huh. Nash Roberts. Uh-huh. And it, the, between the two of the, it was a guy and a girl. Oh, and Nichols and May? Nichols and Nichols May? Nichols and May. You're, you're yes. the first person I've ever bumped into who who was able to pick that out. Cause it, the, you, you, <laughs> what did I say, yes. folks? What did I tell you? It's just <laughs> the only thing you had going for you was the voice. There, yeah. there didn't, it didn't say anything about Mike Nichols or anything. <laughs> they were just, and it was the same people, uh, you know, in there. There, I thought that was brilliant. I don't know why it has never been uh, put you in. You know, I asked Peter Mayer. Remember Peter Mayer? Peter Mayer advertising. Very well. Asked him, he, what why a pro. didn't they do well? Why didn't those commercials, you know? And they said they were, and he said they were probably too entertaining because this is the yeah. famous comedy team of Mike Nichols and Elaine May, you know, and they were funny. But maybe they didn't make you think about Jack Spear. So, and they're probably so, too we well known on a national level and didn't have yeah. much of a local connection to. Very good point. Yeah, but that's it. But one of those commercials is in our show. So. Oh, oh, good. Oh, good. Peggy, yeah. I was too busy last night chasing crab cakes to watch the show. So I'm going to have to go ahead and, and watch it on Tuesday night. When is it again? A Tuesday night at 8 o'clock, and then the very next evening at 10 o'clock on WYES. And it'll be, and you can go to WYES.org for all the upcoming other air dates, but that's when it makes its debut. And it's just a half hour, it's real quick, and I'll tell you, it is definitely enhanced by the fact that Ed Piglia is this gentleman. You know, we have a lot of wonderful collectors of New Orleans memorabilia in town, and he had the most amazing collection of beer memorabilia, and that is what is at that little mini beer museum at the new brewery oh is that right yes i was that wondering was where that stuff came from um yes. peck is is the uh the documentary going to be uh just pretty much permanently ensconced at the at the museum there are you i mean not the museum but in the theater there does, is it going to play like on a loop or something uh, no actually a 13 minute visitors video which which will have a lot of the similar stuff uh-huh. is going to be there instead because that would be a little too long you know for the visitors but 13 minutes uh-huh. and um the gentleman who is a local uh, personality LBJ who's on news with a twist and on the radio he narrates that but that will be on on a regular basis, and there's a lot of little tidbits that are included in the documentary as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking I don't have any idea who LBJ is. Forgive me, folks. Oh, that's but, okay. Uh, He's a very talented guy. You would be such a natural oh. for that. I mean, it's like, you know, two icons. But and, anyway. And two icons. I was about to, to say you beat me to it. It's almost like a band, two icons. Anyway, yeah. Go ahead. Well, do you remember, um, Tom? You know, like it's funny. People, I remember shrimp boils and crab boils. The whole crawfish thing didn't yeah. come in until much later. But That's you had right. those trays and those crabs. More more often than not, it was crabs on those trays. <laughs> more than that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, what else are you fun. working on? What's your next project? Oh well, thank you. Um, actually, it's about New Orleans streets. 
and we're hoping that's mm. going to be done for the uh, in the fall. But it's a history um, and stories behind some of the like the history of you know where did the name Chapatools come from, and Julia and Poydras and just all kinds of New Orleans streets. And I thought it was about potholes when she said that. We talk about potholes. We actually <laughs> do talk about potholes, but we also talk about directions. As you all well know, as Orleanians, you very well know we don't say no. if somebody comes up to you and says north, south, east, or west, we look at them like they're totally crazy. It's the lakeside and the riverside, darling. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but that'll be on New Orleans Street Stories, um, uh, God willing, in the fall. Okay. Yeah. That sounds And, good. of course, stepping out, which Tom was on for so many years, Friday nights. Um, oh, Peggy, I can't believe Tom is not still on that. Tom, after <laughs> Tom did his little Easter egg thing, I, I just, I hope you still have videos of that somewhere. I should uh-huh. be in a museum. I still have the, I still have the eggs. I asked her the other day if he had, because we're sitting in the studio at home, and and which is just like wall to wall, crap is what it is. But it's, I mean, it's it's important and interesting uh-huh. stuff. But, of course it is. But those little cards that he used to use for the inside of that egg. I asked him where are those, and we were looking for them, but we couldn't find them. So maybe, maybe you on tape have the only recorded <laughs> record of Tom's. Uh, what were they? Jungle cards or something? Well, Tom, anyway, you introduced me to you, Peeps. You're it. talking about Peeps, huh? Are we peeps. talking about no, Peeps? No, not too? the Peeps. No, that's when they no. came up. Was in Peep season. Remember when it was Easter time? He used to have that silly egg, and you would. You know, on the inside of it, it would be one of those safari cards. It would be the last yeah. thing you were expecting to see. Mm-hmm. People who have seen Stepping Out from 30 years ago, I'm sure, remember this. And, nobody, yeah, like and everybody else is going, egg. huh? huh? I've, got, I've got like three or four of them. This is narrow casting, you see. We're yeah. talking about something very specific, but that's good. Yeah. Very specific is right. Okay, so recapping one last time, Peg. Okay. When? Yes, thank and- you. Okay. Uh, Tuesday night, um, eight o'clock, and then Wednesday night at ten. And uh, and thank you all so very much for helping us spread the word because we're really proud of the show. So much good, as I said, memorabilia. I think people are going to go really wild about some of the stuff and some nice memories of uh, beer and uh, growing up in New Orleans. Well, that's your specialty. Okay, thank you. It's so great to talk and to you. And we love it. Thank you, Peggy. Okay. Love you all. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank Bye-bye. you. See ya. Bye-bye. Peggy mm. Scott Laborde from Channel 12. Oh, one of the real people. Yes. She and she and I go way back. Yes, you do. I'm proud to say that. She's an icon, her own self. That well. Two six zero six three six eight is the number if you'd like to chat with us after the break. We're listening. You're listening to WWL, one hundred five point three FM HD two. Yep, there it is. You're here. It's the food show again. More of it. And it's nice to be here with you talking about the food scene around town. Whatever you've got, we are more than happy and and generous in a way, in the way that you give us bounces for the direction where we're trying to go, whatever that may be. And if if you understood that last sentence, let me know because I didn't. And and let's see. I was see, about to say, if you understood that who, lesson, who's, please call Marianne and give her coaching. Who's on hold? I I thought we did. No did, one. Yeah. No. We no. didn't. No. I thought I heard the symbol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, it's a food show. Two six zero six three six eight, and um, we're coming to you from the new um, Jacks. No, who's, you know, I keep keep wanting to call it Jacks. The uh, 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 Dixie. Dixie beer. 
I sold so much Dixie beer when I was working at the Time Saver. It's amazing that it, it doesn't buzz in my and brain. You don't get royalties or something? Hmm? Royalties? Could be. You no. know what we have as part of the party gift from last night? Oh, what? Which I thought was incredibly generous of them. Yeah, there's a little green bag. No, beyond no? that, yeah, there was a, um, a stack of 12 packs or 6 packs? 12 packs, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, it was the first run. So it's sort of a collector's item. Wow, I guess it would be. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, 260-6368 is the number. If you would like to call us and talk about Eskimo pies. Eskimo pies. Or Klondike bars. I think, Tom, you're describing a uh, an ice cream sandwich. Sandwich, right. So what's the difference? Well, I've I've never heard that before. I think that I think that an ice cream sandwich, good as it is, mm-hmm. is sort of mediocre vanilla ice cream. Yeah, that makes sense. Between two mediocre chocolate wafers. Yeah. But together, they make a very nice little package. Mm-hmm. Now, where did you used to get these? An Eskimo pie. There's a glob of choc- of vanilla. I'm not even sure it's ice cream. It might be ice milk. Could be. And it's dipped in chocolate. And there's no baked aspect of it. It's just vanilla ice cream dipped in chocolate. And then a Klondike bar mm-hmm. is, I believe, the same thing. I don't know if I've ever had a Klondike bar. But it's the same thing, only it's square. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen them before, and I've had them before, but, you know, it's been a long time. And, and all of these ice cream treats are delicioso. You know what I also really, really used to like? No, tell me. In my in my ignorant food days before you, Tom. Hmm, imagine. What were those things that you would get off of an ice cream truck, which were waffle cones filled with vanilla whatever, mm-hmm. chocolate sauce drizzled on top with peanuts mm. so it was like an, I, it was like I a kind know. of ice cream that you would get in an ice cream parlor mm-hmm. like if you were going to go to a, a real ice cream parlor and have a waffle cone hot off the press <laughs> filled with ice cream mm-hmm. only this was frozen 50 yeah. style mm-hmm but good enough if you needed one of those things. Well, I want to we say they're peanut butter cones or something. I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about, folks? It's a cone. Uh, I, I, I don't. It's I, a sugar cone. Yeah. It's a sugar cone mm-hmm. filled with ice cream with chocolate drizzle and chopped peanuts. Yeah. And it's and I think the edge of the cone is dipped in chocolate, too. These things mm. are good. Yeah. I mean, you know it's not good for you, but you, know, you <laughs> would eat it anyway. But where would you go to get one of these? Because I, I, I vaguely remember it, but I not... think if you went to any convenience store mm-hmm. in the Good Humor uh, dispenser where you slide the top and you pull out one of these treats, mm-hmm. they're always in there, mm-hmm. along with Eskimo pies and Heath bars that are frozen. The more I think about it, the more these things all sound really good. <laughs> anyway, anybody know the name of those? 
But I'm glad to have heard of it today because next time I see one of them, I'll buy it and uh, remember you. Am I going somewhere? Uh, no, of course not. <laughs> Why would I do that? We're happy you're here. It's the food show, and uh, we'd love to talk with you about anything. Uh, you know, no matter what it is. We are waiting. We're, we're, we've been busy today. The arrival of who? Of, oh, thank you. Someone texted me. <laughs> what? People call on the air. It's a talk show. No, it's a, it's the it's the steak show. The name we of... We haven't gotten a steak yet. Yeah, called somebody up please it. call for heaven's yeah, sake. Yeah, I mean, get what, what, that. what's your steak the these days? The answer to the question I just got. Uh-huh. It's a nutty buddy. A nutty buddy. I remember those. Yeah. My sisters used to get those all the time. They're delish. And they had nuts in them, right? They had chopped peanuts chopped on the peanut. top. Chopped ah, mm-hmm. peanuts. Yes. Thank you, my friend, well, for texting me that. Now we know. Yes. Glad to have that nailed down and uh, ready to go. Nutty buddy. Yeah. Nutty buddy. Anyway, yeah. I'm now spoiled. Yeah? My voice is shrinking as the cold takes over like a Jumanji vine. Anyway. I love the image. <laughs> I love the image. It's great. It's yeah, it's great. like the Jumanji yeah. vine of my cold is just like... Mm taking it away oh, anyway you'll get over it um so the nutty buddy and all of those frozen treats mm-hmm. particularly the ice cream sandwich yeah has now been relegated to the dustbin of history mm, i don't think for so. me for oh, me for you oh. because a few years ago mm-hmm Mary Lee and I discovered the great pleasure of making our own homemade ice cream sandwiches. Mm-hmm. She makes dark chocolate shortbread cookies that we mm-hmm. then fill with ice cream. Make. Who is? Yeah, who is? Okay. L E E. Make. The sandwich, and mm-hmm. then rewrap it in aluminum foil and put it in the freezer and freeze it, and it's a great, oh, it's so good. I'm thinking about it right now. Let's go to Lee. Hi, Lee. Lee, come on in. <laughs> Hi. On the, uh, the ice cream you're looking for was called a Nutty Buddy. Yes, a nutty thank buddy. you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What was in it? Do you remember? It, just like uh, Mary said, the uh, sugar comb. Vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, and the chocolate was hard, and like the, the nuts were on top. Yeah. Now, if you were walking into a convenience store right now, Lee, and you saw the good humor or whatever it is thing as you walk right mm-hmm. in, you can lean down and look at this freezer that you slide the top off. And you reach in and you pick up what? What are you going to pick up? Hmm. A fudge sickle. A f- oh, I love fudge sickles. I had A my fudge sickle stage. I did. Yes. There's fudge sickle, dream sickle, the frozen Heath bar, the nutty buddy, the Eskimo pie. What am I leaving out? Well, the garlic you sardine it a Klondock, sickle. A Klondock. Yeah. Klondock. It was also called a pullable. Uh huh. And it uh-huh. was a, it was the 
vanilla ice cream covered in the hard chocolate yes. on a stick. That's, yes. that's about it, yeah. Yes, yeah, so it was like an Eskimo pie, but on a stick, yes. These things are great. I mean, they're, they're definitely from that era where everything was convenience, but they're still really good. It's like the little ice cream truck going down the street full of those things. Sounds good. These are good memories. And I'd, like to give a, I'd like to give a word out to um, – I live in uh, Carrier, Mississippi, and uh, I'm on my way back from dinner at Quavis's Fish Shack. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. are they still in business? I haven't, they I haven't still are been there ages. Delicious, delicious it, as ever. Is it? Mm-hmm. They're okay. still on Highway 11, huh? Yes. Uh, uh-huh. No, uh, 43. 43. Oh, that's a new. Uh, I think that's where yeah. they've always been. Cuevas's Fish House. So that's still good, huh? Yes. And they actually opened up a, a sister restaurant in uh, Diamond Head called Cuevas 2. T O O. Huh. Okay. Maybe we'll have to try that. That's good to know. Thank you for and, telling us that because uh, Diamond Head. I'm a. I'm a. I prefer the fillet, but you can get the you can get the catfish fried, uh-huh. either filleted or whole, and uh-huh. uh, or you can get broiled okay. fillet. Okay. Plus yeah. they have, and that they have that all you can eat. Uh, and, well, Quavis is going twenty first century if it's now sautéed or grilled instead of fried. Hmm. <laughs> All right, Lee, thank you for calling. All right. Appreciate the tip. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Bye. Yeah. It's the food show. 6368. Tom Morris. 2606368. Should we just introduce Timely? Yeah. And then we'll have to yeah. go to a break and then we'll come back and, and talk to them some more. Hey, guys. Hey. Wow. I, I know I sound like a masher. Yes. You, you Getting do. worse. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> And you're thinking to yourself, boy, I'm glad she's there and not in the toaster with us. Yeah. <laughs> this is Timely and the toaster, my niece Emily and her husband Tim, who are on Instagram as at Timely and the toaster. And we have been having periodic check ins from them as they travel the country in the toaster, which is their renovated RV. Tim, we were reading your Instagram today. And and I want to okay. hear about what's the name of that place? Slack it or what is it? Slap City. Slap City. <laughs> Explain I it. I hope Tim. so. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Slap City is. Um, I guess it was a military base back in World War Two, like during World War Two times, and um, I, then it just became like an unoccupied land and. Now it's known as like the last free place in America. So like, there's a bunch of there's like two thousand people that just live there in their RVs, and you know they're very like they're all hippies, right? Like it's it's interesting, and um, they yeah. just create artwork and live in the desert. So it's just it was. I can't believe my wife like allowed me to go there, or she agreed to go. <laughs> but um, I was basically. Well, like, do they have any hookups? Because don't you need hookups to put no. an RV there? Nope, this is all, so you got to really depend on your generator, right? So you can, mm. yeah, what you, mean, you what got about, the water, you got 
What about waste and stuff? I have no idea. I have no idea what that is. I guess lawless out there, just lawless. <laughs> it's lawless. lawless. It's really a great experience, though. We really enjoyed ourselves. Oh, yeah, sure it was actually did. it was very um, more civilized than I thought it was going to be. Everyone we met was very nice. It was a very cool experience. How many nights did you spend there? No nights. <laughs> I only wanted to go in the daytime. <laughs> Yeah, we just went in the daytime. We didn't want to go in the, the night. But, uh, but Emily, yeah. while you're sleeping tonight, Tim is going to pull a U-turn, and you're going to wind up waking up in whatever the name of that place is. Spell it, Tim, so we can look it up. Oh, S-L-A-B. Slab City. Slab City. Slab City. Sounds rough. Okay. Sounds like a lot it, of fun, it, 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 lost. Wait, what'd you say, Tim? I mean, it's it's definitely, you know, they're they're traveling types of people. They're very like anti <laughs> transients types of people. <laughs> okay, now I have to say this though, considering the places that you've been kicked out of for the toaster, you were probably the the the, the mansion pulling into there. We were like a, a Maserati or a Ferrari. Yeah, you were. <laughs> like, you were royalty, RV royalty. <laughs> it felt awesome. All right. Okay, while I'll let you all ponder Slab City, we're going to take a break and come back to Timely and the Toaster, my niece Emily and her husband Tim, who are two millennials who work from home, who renovated an RV and are traveling the country. Uh, Most recently, before Slab City, you were in Lake Tahoe, and I want to talk about that. And you know what? I'm so disappointed that I didn't get a hold of you all before you came back through the Los Angeles area because I wanted you to go to a place called The Old Place, which is deep in the Malibu Mountains. Hmm. Anyway, we'll talk when we come back. 260-6368, you're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. We are back and talking to Timely and the Toaster at Timely and the Toaster. When last we spoke, you guys were in San Francisco where we recommended Yank Sing for dumplings. Did you make it there? It was closed. No, but I mean, oh. you said you were going to go back the next day, so you didn't go? No, they closed at uh, 3, to, like, no. 3 in the afternoon. So we tried, but we didn't realize it was a, an afternoon place. Okay, so you didn't make it there. Did you go any place good in San Francisco? Yes. Um and- <laughs> what? what? That was so long ago. Um, yeah, I know. I we have to like go through so a lot ago. of stuff in, in the last two yeah. weeks. So, San Francisco, then we... you went to Napa. Yeah, yeah. Napa was great. Yeah, we did that Napa on New Year's. Was great. Uh, like an eight hour wine tour. Uh-huh. Uh, we fell asleep by seven on New Year's. So, <laughs> no New Year's kiss or anything. Uh. Well, you guys are stuck in an RV together, so you're way past that. Okay, so what yeah. great wineries did you visit, and what do you recommend to anyone going to Napa? So Madonna Estates was really good. Um, we went there. They had, I believe that was where they had, like, really good white wine, and we're normally not big white wine drinkers, but um, their that white wine what? Bonanza. That was called Bonanza. 
Bonanza. Oh, wrong winery. Bonanza. With a V. With a V. Bonanza. Oh, Bonanza. Is that the white wine? Okay. Yeah. That was wonderful. I don't even like drink white wine. That was my favorite wine of the day. Bonanza. Okay, I've never even heard of that. Is that in? uh, Is that on the Silverado Trail? Um, oh man, don't ask. That's the main drag. I've never even heard of the Silverado Trail. Um, <laughs> we 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 were uh, you know chauffeured swacked. around, so we didn't pay any attention to direction. But yeah, okay. I will look it up. I'll send you a note about no, it. No, you don't have to. That's the main drag. It probably was. Okay, what other ones did you do that you liked? Jacuzzi was was the first one we did. Yeah, what? that was cool. They was um. Yeah, like it's jacuzzi, like taste. people that invented that. I, the jacuzzi, I suppose, um, they also have a winery out there. So they actually specialized in like dessert wine. So they uh-huh. served you dessert wine in small little chocolate uh, cups, and mm-hmm. then you could eat the chocolate cups. So that was probably my favorite, just because it involved chocolate. I was about chocolate, to say but... that sounds pretty good. It involved chocolate. So you can't yeah. just say the jacuzzi people. So what's the name of it? Jacuzzi. No, the winery was called the was called Jacuzzi. It was called Jacuzzi. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jacuzzi Winery. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. What else? Uh, what else? Anything that we would automatically recognize? Did you go to Rubicon or any of those Chandon? I didn't hear of any. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never. I guess I'm not as big of a wine person as I thought I was, but I didn't. I didn't recognize any of them. Okay. Uh, we yeah, well, you know, there's a million places. of them out there for sure. Okay. Um, Did you go to Taylor's Refresher? Oh, that's everybody goes there to get hamburgers and stuff like that, right on the border between Napa and Sonoma, if I remember right. I think it's actually in Sonoma. Most of the wineries that we went to were in Sonoma. Just oh, one was okay. in Napa. Okay. All right. So we should have been clear about that. Yes, sounds like it. Okay. All right. So then, uh, well, did you, why did, I thought you were going to Napa. Did you just go to Napa briefly and then spend most of your time in Sonoma? Marianne, I thought I was going to Napa too, but Emily booked everything. Uh, that uh, that sounds very very familiar okay. somehow. So then you flew. Did you fly home after Napa, we had, or we had a little a, trip? a little talk about that? I was like, I thought we were going we're in Napa. Well, Look, I don't want to hear about our tour. I don't want to hear about all your little marital squabbles. We have our own. So let's go to after after Sonoma slash Napa or wherever you were in that whole area. Didn't you fly home or where where did the poor toaster wind up in the shop? Yeah, the toaster had to go to the hospital in San Jose okay. for a checkup. And okay. uh, so we, we went home. I had a couple other fires I had to put out. Um, uh-huh. So we went home for about two weeks. Okay. Um, and then we flew back to San Jose, ditched the toaster, and rented a Jeep. And that's when we did Lake Tahoe and um, Yosemite. Oh, you did Yosemite too? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Is it? It must be. Is it? Is it snowy right now? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't snowing, but it was. It was covered in snow. Snow on the ground. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so we, that's why we didn't want to take the the toasters out there. Yeah. We were, Kind of nervous. That, it, we, I don't think we could have made it. it would have, there's no way we could have done that. So the Jeep well, was great. Yeah, it seems like you all have had enough trouble with the toaster on the road. So, you know, probably a good idea to leave it. So then, all right, so where where are you? So from from Lake Tahoe, which I believe you were just there a few days ago, right? 
Yeah, yeah. on, on Sunday. Sunday uh, and Monday. Yeah. Okay, so but between then and now you went to this Slab City place? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we went to Lake Tahoe on Saturday, and then Sunday was Yosemite, I thought, or Monday. And then um, mm-hmm. and then we drove to Santa Clarita, which is a little uh-huh. north of Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, just to stay the night. And um, then we drove to Slab City. Okay. And, and now you we're are, in Tucson, Arizona. You're in Tucson right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, what fantastic meal do you have to report from your travels of the last few weeks? I paid 50 oh. bucks for a, a stone crab. Six? Just one. Wow. Yeah, up in San Francisco. That was stone crab in San Francisco. I mean, that, I don't know, I mean, I'm, not, I'm really not super impressed with, like, a lot of the, the food that we got in California, we were just like, well, this is kind of bland. Yeah. I don't know. There's always uh-huh. something to say. Like, it was just like, I'm not, because Emily, like, she's complicated. She always wants to go to, like, a very nice restaurant. Uh-huh. Um, so we always go to a nice place, and we always leave, like, I don't know. I could have used some more fattening sauce, or I don't know, you know? <laughs> well, clearly you all <laughs> didn't wasn't. take our advice and go to Tadich Grill either in San Francisco. I know. That's no. A, we need place. to really start listening. You should start <laughs> doing a bad job. <laughs> What? <laughs> I, this is I said what we're doing we a bad do. job on our own, so I know, I know. Yeah, yeah any okay. recommendations for, for Tucson tonight? Are you staying in the toaster? I'm right now. Are you staying in the toaster? Yeah. No, we're going to Uber. Okay, but I mean, like, I was going to send you to the Ritz-Carlton at Dove Mountain, but if you're, if you're in the toaster, then, you know. Is the toaster back in, in good health? Yeah, totally yeah, it's good now. Besides the door lock, everything's great about it. Did they fix the window slash lock on the door situation? No, that's the only thing they, they didn't fix. You're still climbing through the window, Emily? No, 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 no. It's, 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 yeah, it's a little <laughs> It's manageable. The sunroof now. Okay, so I don't know where to tell you to go in Tucson. If anybody has any ideas for Tucson, call us, 260-6368, and we'll give them some advice that they will almost certainly ignore. Anyway, where are you <laughs> headed after this? So then we're going to El Paso, which is about, I think, four hours away. So we're going to explore Texas next. And once we're uh, done with you, Texas, that's when we're coming to you guys. You are on. You are riding on the Sunset Limited's uh, train that goes from uh, Tucson. Is one good place for them. Uh, they they have mm-hmm. a little town downtown and uh, yeah, they have some good stuff in Tucson downtown. It, yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. And then uh, it keeps on going through all the desert country, which is beautiful in its special kind of way. <clears throat> And it goes all the way to New Orleans. You get over the Huey P. Long Bridge. That's the last thing you get on. Yeah, well, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to move a little bit slower in the toaster. If you go to downtown Tucson in your Uber and just get out and start walking around, you'll find a great place. Okay. Awesome. Downtown Tucson nice. is very okay. cute. Very cute. So I think we're we're going to El Paso tomorrow, and then um, Big Bend, which is like <laughs> oh, that's Tom's favorite place. The most beautiful place in the world. That's in what I heard. Race. I heard it was like the most 
underrated place in America. So that's where we're it, going. It, it and is then, gorgeous, and uh, but uh, be careful because it's very dry, very uh, well, very de- desolate. Yes, the, it is desolate. But yeah. it's uh, it, it, you'll never see another place quite like that before. I, it's my my favorite. I've uh, always wanted to wish that I uh, could, could arrange things so that I could die there, but I, I can't figure I've out how to, to die. I've offered to drive him. Yeah. I've offered to drive him. <laughs> That's so wonderful said, to hear. He's always said to me, when it's time, drive me to Big Ben and just let me get out. And I keep saying, when do you want to leave? <laughs> Thank you. I'll take you there myself. <laughs> for the weekend. Okay, now look. Um, around Big Ben, there's some really cool places. There's a barbecue joint, and I do mean joint. Yeah. Like a cave almost, in Terlingua. T E R L I N G U A. That's where they Ter-lingua. have the competitions. The bar, the. Um, yes. Uh, Coco, not Coco. What, what's um? Oh, you make it with a lot of beef I'm, and stuff. <clears throat> I'm not even sure. That the toaster will be we'll able to go into Terlingua. It's a little town, but yeah. Terlingua, there's a barbecue joint there. There's also a good barbecue joint in Lockhart, which is nearby. Isn't it? Isn't uh-huh. Lockhart close? That's another barbecue place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a lot but of good barbecue in that area. Between Austin and uh, San Antonio. No, it's, okay. it's okay. down by the Big Ben. Like there's an old cowboy hotel That's in great. Marathon. You, uh, it's it it is like a genuine old cowboy it is. hotel. Amazing place. Flat. Don't don't before. tell them you know us because we flooded the bathroom upstairs when we were there. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's called the Gage Hotel. G A G E. Right. A very cool place, and it's a good like world class kind of restaurant. Believe it or not, in the middle of it was good. Nowhere. They came up with a, an idea I've never seen anywhere else. They had uh, uh, like onion rings for half of the frying appetizer, and the other side was bell peppers that they sliced oh, very yeah. thin, uh-huh. and they would throw them together, uh-huh. and it was uh, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are places I, I hope you're taking down. They're very cool, and will definitely enhance your experience. The Gage Hotel has now become this resort in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's like villas out there. Nice. And, then, okay. and then if you pass through Alpine, Texas, there's another cool cowboy hotel right on the main drag there. I don't know what the food's like. What's the food like in Alpine? That's a college town. That's a cute little town. Yeah, it's a college. A lot town. of artists hang out over there. Yeah. And uh, and uh, there's a lot of, believe it or not, there's a lot of skiing around there when in season, and a lot of hiking. Really? But the the Alpine is where you stop and get your equipment to to keep on going. Alpine, Texas. Yeah. Okay, then moving into San Antonio. Somewhere right by the Riverwalk, there is a Mexican restaurant. I know this is really sort of generic. I'm going to try and look it up and text it to you guys, but it's it's a good place. Um, and then when you get into Houston, 
Torchies Tacos, Tim. What, 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 yeah, I remember Torchies. They have the, um, they didn't they have avocado. fried avocado that yes. you guys are talking about? Yes. Torchies Tacos. I'm anti-Houston, though. Actually, Tim, what you, do, you should do is look them up on the website, Torchies Tacos. They're all over Texas. You could probably get a hit of fried avocados several times between now <laughs> and here. Okay? Between where you are and then here. Um, and there's a really great Mexican. I'm talking like real gourmet Mexican in Houston right. okay. that we love. Okay. And it's called Hugo's. H-U-G-O-S. In a very cool neighborhood, in a very cool building. And he's got other good restaurants there. Awesome. And then you'll be here. Ta-da. Yeah, we were going to do Galveston as well. Um, uh, we've just heard good things about Galveston. And then oh. uh, we were going to ride to New Orleans after. Okay. Maybe not. Enough. Yeah, but like soon, at least what? soon after that. Well, thanks for coming Well, this based way. on the way we've talked to you, like every couple of weeks, you'll probably be here before we talk again. All it's right. possible. Yeah. I will say there was a good um, good restaurant in when we were up in the middle of the mountains in El Dorado National Forest. We stopped for lunch oh, at basically awesome. the only place, um, which Ham. is called Ham Station. Wait, yeah. what's it called? Ham Station. Ham? Like Ham as H-A-M-S. in? H-A-M-M-S? Uh-huh. No, H-H-A, yeah, H-A-M, like the ham. Uh-huh. Like pork, meat, yeah, ham. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that was a little whole in the place um, uh-huh. up there. Ham station, like train station, ham station. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And, well, and that's in El Dorado? Where's that? El Dorado is the, floor, is the national forest. Oh, um, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I guess between yeah. Yosemite and Lake Tahoe? Yep. Um, How was Lake Tahoe? Pretty, pretty it was great, great. I thought. Uh-huh. Yeah. We won we, um, food there. That's a resort. Yeah, we won money. Did, yeah, we ate get... at um, we ate in the Hard Rock Resort. Um, there's a restaurant actually that's really popular. It's called the Oyster Bar, and we uh-huh. ate at the restaurant. Like, there's a larger restaurant that's attached to that because the Oyster Bar itself is maybe like 14 bar stools and there's a line of i mean <laughs> probably over 50 or 60 people that wait oh for those gosh. bar stools to open up so that's oh, like wow. the place to be in the hard rock hotel oh gosh okay at, yeah. at lake tahoe all right yep did you all did you stay in the toaster there or did you go to the hotel no we, yeah, stayed, we stayed in the hotel it is yeah okay and we won right. 300 bucks playing roulette, and uh, we used that to buy our dinner. <laughs> wait, wait, what happened? We won money playing roulette, oh. like gambling, in the casino, Woo-hoo. and uh, got a free meal out of that. All right, that sounds good. All right, guys, we're going to say goodbye. Thank you for checking in. Keep us posted. If you got something really great to say and have time to come on, come on, then come on on. Okay. Thank you. Sounds good. Thanks. Timely and the Toaster at Timely and the Toaster. Tom, can you keep talking? Because I've got to blow my nose really bad.
Okay. Uh, well, we have uh, gotten to the end of the food show for today. Not really. We have and, a couple of minutes left. want to mention one thing. One thing. One thing. Tomorrow yep. at 9 o'clock, and I'm afraid if people are listening to the show, they're not going to want to be anywhere near me, which is fine. I'll stay away from you. But you should still go to Audubon Park Shelter 10 at mm-hmm. 9 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, this is over by the, uh, the golf courses. The clubhouse, yeah. Yeah. On Magazine Street mm-hmm. at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, registration for the Gumbo Gras and Umbrella Walk for the Crew of Tucks, the third annual one to benefit mostly children's charities. I think it's, I'm going to be one of the judges there. Yes, it's $25 a ticket, mm-hmm. and children are free. There'll be uh, a, a second line with the umbrellas, and we are judging 14 gumbos. Wow. 14 gumbos. So uh, there'll be a lot for you to judge as well. Uh, you will get some tokens, and then you can. Uh, and where will this be? Present your own opinion in the jar for each of these gumbos. That is the umbrella and gumbo gras uh-huh. for the crew of tucks. That's tomorrow, Audubon Park, Park. Okay. Shelter 10, mm-hmm. 9 o'clock. All right. Tom, you have to talk. Thank you. Well, uh, that's that sounds like a good uh, way to go, and uh, more will be coming. Oh my gosh! All sorts I of certainly things. hope that I'm better on Monday. <laughs> well, you know, you will. You'll be all right. It's okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we are here every day during the week and on the weekends. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But it's the food show, uh, uniquely yours anywhere in America. You won't find it anywhere but here. And we just celebrated our. What is it? Thirty-fourth year anniversary last summer. No, radio shows yes. don't last that long, but ours did. They, yeah. Anyway, it's great to be here uh, all the time. Hope you will tune in next week or uh, during the week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.